Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Right now, time to talk some college hoops. Obviously, uh, calendar's turning. It's almost March. Time to get into college hoops. The madness, baby. But the the biggest story of the weekend was Duke-Wake. Big win for Wake. They rushed the court afterwards. And what's my guy's name? Filipowski or something? It kind of, I don't know. Uh, I want to bring somebody in that I know has spent a lot of time watching our boy Troy Macker. We all used to work together Troy. Uh, once upon a time in Bethesda. Troy, what's up, dude? Thanks for joining us. Hey, guys. Good to talk to you. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I mean, I know what kind of a college hoop sicko you are, and I know how much college hoops you consume um, professionally and just as like your passion. Yep. For the few people that live under a rock that didn't see it, let everybody know what happened at the end of Duke Wake and then kind of your reaction to it. Yeah, so, uh, you know, Wake pulls off a, a big win at home against Duke. Um, you know, and this isn't number one Duke, and I, I think that's kind of an issue I have, and I'll kind of get to that. But, you know, anytime you beat Duke, Duke probably gets court stormed more than any team in the country because they're Duke. Um, and so the Wake Forest fans uh, storm the court. The players uh, are trying to get off the court. Kyle Filipowski is Duke's best player, 6'11", big man, pro prospect, top 10 pick. Uh, and it, it – it almost looks like fans don't go after the after him, but as they're running past him, like one fan almost looks like throws an elbow in him. Uh, it looked like they were somewhat targeting him, and uh, you know I, I think there was like a, a clash of a knee or something, and he and he was injured, um, and it, it was definitely his lower body, uh, which is horrible for uh, for Filipowski and Duke, and horrible for Wake Forest. Um, and it, you know, this brings, once again, brings up the, what do we do about court storming? Caitlin Clark was involved in the court storm a few weeks ago where she was uh, run over. Um, it happened. I remember Anthony Davis was taken down in a court storm when Indiana beat Kentucky back in 2010 in Indiana, they hit a buzzer beater and he rolled his ankle. Um, I love court storms, but I do think they're far too common nowadays. Like anytime you beat Duke at home, there's a court storm and like, I think it should be reserved for if you're an unranked team uh, and you beat the number one team in the country. Uh, there are too many court storms. Anytime you do something too often, the luster of it wears away. It's like if you say we're going to have a surprise on Friday. Well, it's not a surprise because you know it's coming. Um, so I wa- I don't know what you do here because anytime you know uh, the associations try to get involved, even like NFL curbing uh, cel- celebrations after touchdowns, they got really stupid and boring and, and uh, you know, kind of took away the fun. So I don't know what you could possibly do to, like, keep court storms alive 
but curb them so um, you know players don't get hurt. But it is becoming a major issue, if not already an issue, and something has to be done. I just don't know what because I want there to be safety, but I also think it's really cool when they happen and they're under the right circumstances. Shouldn't that be the responsibility of the team that has the building and the security that's there? Yep. You got all these damn people with all these yellow uh, jerseys on. Some of them have other color jerseys. They should be able to be there to at least form a line. I've seen a stadium where it was already they – were, they were prepared for it. And they had an right. area to get all the players into one area and then walk them out. So right. they, they, got, they got to figure out something with that. And here's the interesting thing is Wake Forest actually called the timeout uh, up, you know, double, uh, two scores with not that much time left. So, and that's a timeout you call to, you know, potentially get in the backups so, you know, your, your players don't get injured. Uh, Roy Williams famously did that a couple times where they were getting blown out on the road, and he would take all his starters out and leave the court and have the, the walk-ons basically take, take the, uh, the, the getting run over. But uh, it looked like Wake Forest tried to do that. But, yeah, I, I also think you could do it where, like, it doesn't have to be super immediate, where, like, you can wait 30 seconds, right? Um, because there are some times where the court storm happens and the game, like, isn't technically over. Where maybe they're reviewing a shot or something like that where they have to then clear the court. So there's certainly more that can be done, but I don't think, you know, any decision that's made, it's not going to be like inching towards it. They're going to make a drastic change. And, I, yeah. you know, in the SEC, you get fined twenty five or $50,000 every time it happens and it goes up. Um, I, I think it's, you're going to see some very drastic changes happen. Um, talking with our buddy Troy Macker here. You can give him a follow at Troy Macker, M-A-C-H-I-R. I have – I'm trying to eliminate any bias in my brain – when I watch this, right? Mm-hmm. What what are the give me the the size of this kid again? 6'10", 6'11", 225 pounds, uh, you know, pros, uh, power forwards, uh, stretch four. Can't he just truck these dudes running at him? I think it was a young lady who tripped over here who hit his ankle. Yeah, it, it, watching it like maybe I mean, maybe he was being too nice and didn't want to get. It just seemed he like was he just walking off the court, and I think she right. showed up. And his foot was going out. But for me, I've always – I'm in the mindset – I'm in a defensive mood. I'm in a defensive posture immediately. And he was hit – He was. I think it was a young lady who ran into his leg. And he, he got hurt. But the way they hit it, I can see it happening like that. You know what I'm saying? But I think the players have to also understand, if you know that you're losing to a team that's lesser than you, somebody may come on this court – you yeah. gotta immediately start to protect yourself. Yeah, and and you know it is kind of like if you're you know on a football field and and someone runs in behind you, you know you don't see it coming. You may not be in a fully athletic stance. The game's over, so he's you know you know not no longer like his muscles are locked up. He's trying to just walk to the sidelines. Uh, I I agree that you know the first they should teach these kids. First thing you should do is just like hard right ninety degree angle get to the sidelines. Uh, and sometimes you see it work out well uh, when you know it's coming. But this was worst case scenario. Uh, and and the, the kind of crappy thing about it is if this weren't, you know, a Duke player or a, a future pick, uh, it wouldn't be talked about as much. But, like, that's still a student athlete who's getting hurt by a fan after a game. But, yeah. So it is kind of like it's a good thing that it was Filipowski because he is a household name in the college hoops ranks. He's going to be drafted in the first round. Uh, so it does elevate the issue. But at the same time, like, if, it, if this were, you know, if Nebraska beat uh, Michigan State or something like that, it, we wouldn't be talking about it nearly as much. But it's now happened to the biggest star in college basketball, Caitlin Clark, and, uh, you know, one of the top men's players in Kyle Filipowski. It's interesting you just said that, and that kind of clicked with me. Is Caitlin Clark the biggest star? 
not just in women's college hoops, but just in college hoops, period. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, and, you know, the visibility that she's gotten, um, the, the amount of call-outs, shout-outs she's getting from pro athletes, um, you know, you see the numbers uh, from uh, the, the, the broadcast of her games. You see the, the lines out the door, um, you know, at these opposing games. You know, uh, I, I think like Illinois and, and Indiana uh, and Nebraska all had, you know, record attendance for her games. The Maryland game, um, you know, I know like several people from the neighborhood who don't go to Maryland games who were all at that game. Um, you know, and, and that game, Maryland-Iowa was actually, you know, uh, one of the most wagered on women's games of the year. Um, she is it's unique that it happens. I think you could, could have said the same thing about Sabrina Ionescu a couple of years ago where she was up there. Um, but I think also that might've been the Zion Williamson year, but this is a lightly down year for men's college basketball stars um, because of transfers and, you know, just how many people left in the draft. So I think it is Caitlin Clark by a, by a good clip. Who is, I mean, who's the biggest star in the men's game. This doesn't seem like, like I've looked at NBA mock drafts. It's like four, you know, international kids before there's an American college player who would be yeah. like, who's the Naismith winner this year? It's, it's Zachy day. The seven oh, right, right, guy right. from JP Purdue. don't like him. That's why he wouldn't mention his name. <laughs> I, I forgot about him. And I, if you I watched him, I watched him play the other day against uh, Michigan. Michigan's <laughs> awful. By he the got way. every rebound and was scoring everything. He's, he's great. He's a very likable guy. Uh, you know, he's gotten so much better. He was, he was a, a, just a slab of concrete his freshman year. He's improved so much. Uh, you know, he's a nerd. He's an aerospace engineer. Um, you know, he, he loves playing video games, building Legos. Like, he, he's not a great soundbite. He's an incredible basketball player. He's, you know, the most dominant player in the country. But, you know, uh, Purdue has not had any NCAA success recently. Um, and, uh, you know, he's not uh, – he'll be drafted, but he's not, you know, a lottery pick. So, uh, you know, with the, the, the amount of – Is he of not a now, lottery pick? I don't think so. Um, just with the amount – He's a he's a fourth or fifth year player, um, right. and you know the amount of guys from the G League ignite ignite and um, and overseas this year. Uh, you know that's where and freshmen that may not have had a good year, but they just have you know all the measurables and and the age really going for them. That's the biggest thing is a lot of these seniors they may get more visibility in the tournament runs, but it doesn't correlate to draft uh, status because of um, you know measurables and whatnot. With some exceptions, you know like your Jerry Flynn. Uh, but then, uh, you know, that that was the year that, uh, you know, the, the Timberwolves took Jerry Flynn over a certain Steph Curry. So, um, yeah, it is. We're in an interesting year. Um, but I think, you know, uh, if Purdue has some success, I, I, he will be a household name in a, in a short period of time. Uh, Troy, thank him. you, dude. We might have to do these uh, for the next month or so. So, so buckle Absolutely. up, all right? Absolutely. Thanks, guys. We will be calling right, you. That's our guy, Troy Macker. You can follow him, get all of his content, T-R-O-Y-M-A-C-H-I-R, College Hoops Fanatic over at Bet Rivers. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.